The Pod Network Entertainment. Going on, this is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zila Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate checking in for our picks of the week episode. And if you're new to the show, these are our favorite matches or segments or wrestling content from the week that was. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, the weekend reactions episode Nate is already up on Spotify on this very feed. So please take some time to go follow the podcast and leave us a five star rating if you've checked out at least one episode. On the Spotify feed. Uh, let's get to our picks here. Marami, um, as usual, marami, marami tayong pag-uusapan, even though it's just the three of us. I'm going to start with my pick of the week here. And it is from NXT Vengeance Day. Ilya Dragunov versus Trick Williams. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Comes the main event and a lot of people, myself included, have been calling this Trick Williams' coming out party. Very well deserved the month for him to be in the main event. The stories that they've built around Trick Leading into Vengeance Day, I'd like to think that he's been able to prove that he can makipagsabayan with an Ilya Dragunov. Na, uh, he he can main event an NXT PLE even if it's not for the NXT Championship, especially since he's heading into this blood feud with Carmelo Hayes. So you know, I I really enjoy uh, what they've done with Trick Williams, and I can finally agree. Dun sa I, th- I think ikaw nagsabi nito row na yung mas may high upside talaga is Trick over Ilya given how much more sympathetic he's become as a character. So it's great that you know, Ilya really took him to the limit. And for a while, we thought, na, oh, Trick could actually pull this off. But as with every Ilya Dragunov match, he finds a way to just bludgeon the other guy uh, to submission, or in this case, defeat. Uh, but the real cherry here on top is 
the turn, diba? that heel turn where Carmelo Hayes came out and appeared to console Trick only to hit him with a chop block and get the chair and just destroy the Trick Williams. So, ito na, uh, this has been the turn that everybody and their mother has been calling for, has been saying that it's going to And it, it played out beautifully in the sense that even though it was predictable, it was also logical. So, um, I, I think tayo mga wrestling fans, masyado na tayo na condition na predictable is boring when that's not necessarily the case. Because if you're telling a good story and if you're executing it well, predictable actually means good because it means na may katuturan yung story, di ba? It makes sense. Kaya siya predictable. So, uh, it made me excited to catch NXT. And they did follow through naman with Carmelo Hayes cutting that promo at the top of the show. And then later on, uh, in like the second hour or something, and uh, Trick Williams wasn't there to really sell yung injury niya coming out of Vengeance Day. Really quickly, Emil, before I start, uh, I want to talk about that, that promo really quickly. Um, you know how some people wanted MJF after his face turn to go back to be heel MJF? Nagets ko na. Kasi Carmelo Hayes really is so much better as a heel. Um, MJF, because it was also good as a face, so I didn't want him to turn back. But Carmelo Hayes, Melo, uh, did not work as a face at all. Sorry, Emil, go ahead. Uh, again, this was a uh, star-making match for Trick Williams. You know, I, I was still doubtful a little bit about his uh, his in-ring capabilities because he's, he's raw. You know, But over the past few months, he's been put to the spotlight in a main event program. And Every time he always excels, and this is his uh, breakout moment. You know, ano? and he was able to prove himself. against the best of the best in NXT. The 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 uh, potential of this guy in the main roster is so big. Nah, we can see it now. We can call it now. Nah, he's gonna have uh, so many. He's gonna have so many main events more to come in the future. And you know, Ilya did this thing as well. I mean, he's he's. Always wrestling like an angry man, which I love. <laughs> um, so, talaga sapakan to, and I really appreciate that type of of a wrestling match. Now we rarely get these days, aside from maybe Ilya and a few people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys already mentioned it. Um, I, I don't want to make it longer, but I I, I sometimes say on the show that the mark of a good young wrestler is when they're able to keep up with uh, the more experienced veteran. So. Uh, Trick did that in this match and more. He showed that he was not only present for all the spots and for all the big moments. Um, he was also there to dish what uh, Ilya was giving him. Although, of course, Ilya gave it to him more. So, uh, I enjoyed this. Uh, Trick proved that he is able to evolve. Um, he's able to do more than what is usually uh, taught to him over at the performance center, which is mostly the fundamentals and the basics. And uh, I can't wait to see what else he does with other more experienced partners. Uh, also wanted to shout out uh, Phil Schneider. Um, his column is actually free to read. I, can't, I did not know because he has a Patreon. And apparently the old uh, the ringer column of the three matches a week uh, it's apparently free to read. So um, he sums up the performance of Trick Williams a lot better in, in in more detail. And it lines up that not just with a good wrestler, but with a good wrestler's different style. 
All right, let's get to our next pick of the week. This one is from Emil from NXT last uh, Wednesday, Manila time. Yes, so my pick uh, goes out to the main event of NXT. It's Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak. And it's a, a breath of fresh air for Ilya to be facing someone else. Because it's been a while. Uh, and um, these two just went hard in this match. Sapakan kung sapakan talaga. A lot of stiff, uh, stiff strikes. Stiff moves. And I kind of wish they would run this back for Stand and Deliver. Because I beat it. It was a it was a TV main event, so it wasn't that long. But these guys, man, <laughs> these two are the best in NXT. Talaga as of as of right now, no no one else in NXT hits harder than these two. And you know, I, um, I like the uh, thing at the end as well when Melo went after Ilya. Kind of reestablishes that feud as well. But I wish. I didn't wish na they could deviate uh, Ilya from the mellow and trick drama and just focus in on on this uh, Ilya versus Dijak because th- this has potential here to to be a solid uh, co-main event come stand and deliver. So kudos to these two. That was a hell of a match. That was a hell of a stiff stiff fest uh, by uh, Ilya and Dijak. Let's not forget that Dijak, as part of the ROH roster, has experience wrestling in Japan. So. Um, I agree. Uh, it was really, really fun because you can see that uh, from Trick, who was able to keep up with Ilya, Ilya found someone who is uh, more aligned with the style that he likes to do. So uh, everything Emil said was right. It was so much fun just watching them do a sprint na super, ano, super snug and super super tigas na mga, na mga moves and strikes. So uh, go watch that if you forgot the kind of person Dijak is. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ilya and Dijak feuded in early yeah. 2023 before Ilya was able to win the NXT Championship. And uh, I'm just waiting for Dijak to get his thank you run because ever since he came back and brought his brand of hard justice to NXT, he's been putting out really solid matches to the point that I'm beginning to feel like this man is not getting his flowers. And he absolutely should. And I think it should come in the form of an NXT Championship run. All right, uh, let's, let's go to Chino's pick. Uh, which is from Dynamite this past week. It is the team of John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli versus Team CMLL. So, sabi ni Chino yung uh, story na to and BCC's rivalry and uh, with the CMLL guys and the invitation to appear in Arena Mexico. Uh, this working relationship with CMLL and AEW has actually been pretty good. It's introducing a new style of wrestling to fans who may not be as familiar with Lucha Libre, even though you know AEW has already made regulars out of guys like Vikingo and Commander. Um, you know, CMLL also has a deep roster uh, consisting of former wrestlers from the WWE working under new names like si Mystico. Uh, I'm not sure if Metalik is with CMLL, is he? No, no he's in ROH. Yeah. Okay. Actually, so Mascara Dorado that Chino named is not uh it's, not Grand Metalik. It's a it's a Mascara Dorado dos. Dos. Yeah, na pass on na yung, ano, yung, yung mask. Uh, yeah, yeah. So different guy from the original Mascara Dorado, which is uh who's now known as Metalik. Uh Chino adds that a rivalry between BCC and Team CMLL gives Lucha Libre a chance to have a more mainstream audience since they get to work with more popular stars. From AEW, so yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, I ha- I still haven't caught up on the uh, Hechicero versus Brian Danielson match, which people have been loving. On, oh yes, on yeah, you have, yes, you, have you, gotta, you gotta, you got Yeah, I, I gotta say. Mm, so I'm on AEW, but I did enjoy this. Um, I just wish na mas may exposition to like 
medyo out of nowhere pa rin. I don't know, I might have missed something, but I still don't okay. understand why CMLL is feuding with the Blackpool Combat Club I, and why isn't it Daddy Magic of all people are coming out to save Mox. I can kind of explain it. It's not the best story, but it is explainable. First, uh, the Moxie put out this challenge for people to keep up with him. And then that's kind of like the, <laughs> the inciting incident. But the real inciting incident was when they uh, took a spill on the CMLL guys at ringside. So it's really simple and corny, but uh, it started the skirmish. So it started the war because CMLL really was there to invade. So just because natamaan sila, natamaan sila ng flying bodies, they retaliated and then they just were looking for an excuse to just fire back. Uh, I will say... logic pala siya. Dapat yung tinamaan tayo ni Tajiri, lumaban oh. na tayo, di ba? Nung Joshi Jam, 2040. Kasi natamaan kami ni Ro, Emilie. Uh, yeah, no, it was you. It was I. Yeah, yeah. Tajiri actually hit me. And I was sitting there at ringside. And if we were, were to follow tong wrestling logic na to, I should have hit Tajiri back in 2014. Instead, no, but, uh, I call him Tajiri-san and I shake his hand backstage. <laughs> no, but also what, what they don't really say or what they do kind of try to say is that they were looking, the CMLL guys were looking for a fight then. Oh, like, that's why they were there. Yeah. 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 Uh, tapos, um, even though the story is flimsy, the execution of the rest of it is actually pretty good. Like, they, um, say it's BCC leading the whole uh, Team AEW. Yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, okay, if, if let's say it's Team AEW, Bakit naman yung medyo scraps ng team AEW? I don't know. Yung, gonna, yung meres, bak, yeah, that's like, why, that's why they, they don't explain. Pero kasi <clears throat> the reason why I say it's it's um actually better than anything they've done with New Japan because it's simple. They just go out there and wrestle and then the BCC prove na their their style is better than Lucha Libre. Eh syempre nasa AEW sila, eh, 'di ba? Parang medyo weird din <laughs> and the CMLL guys get a win. Sorry, it it sounds like I'm shooting this down from every possible point of view. It's just that I'm just trying to make it make sense, 'di ba? Right. Like yung yung pinaka ano ko talaga, pinaka bone to pick ko with this story, even though I like the wrestling, is why uh you know, the other guys from AEW's upper echelon don't seem to care. Where's yeah. the world champion? Why is Samoa Joe not involved here? <laughs> diba? Why why is Daddy Magic the wrestler? No, no, babalik eh. Bakit si Daddy Magic? He has enough problems with Daniel Garcia sticking his nose in Adam Copeland's business. Basta, basta, ang importante sa akin is that it's not as messy as all the NJPW collabs. Like, uh, the, the Will Ospreay stuff, the uh, Okada stuff, and before that, the Jay White stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, for me, it's simple and straightforward. Anyway, um, shout out then to Brian Danielson versus Echicero. Um, it's a lot of people's introduction to Echicero. Um, even Phil Schneider admits that he wasn't a big name in CMLL or in uh, Mexico at all. So the fact that uh, they put out or, or Danielson sought out a technical wizard, um, his name means wizard, um, like him and chose to put him on a huge national stage, international stage, and then he delivered... Um, Chef's kiss. So you should go watch that. You muna, you muna pan Then yeah. um, this match is pretty good. There again, like I've been saying, they've just been doing uh, CMLL versus AW matches without much rhyme or reason beyond the fact that so na away, so na team CMLL na away. Like for all we know, they're cloud chasers. So uh, that's the thing. And then they've just been wrestling good stuff uh, so far. They've picked. People from AEW na hindi awkward work with, lucha, with luchadors, yep. with actual lucha libre practicing luchadors. So uh, the acrobatic stuff is what I'm saying. So uh, that's why it's 
been relatively successful, and that's why this pick from Chino is also pretty good. He tried to pick uh, Dinosaur Etchacero, but this is also just as good. So um, it's one of those things that it distills the best parts of this uh, inter-promotional rivalry and this inter-wrestling style rivalry. Yes, uh, we'll echo the uh, Brian versus Etchacero match. Um, Etchacero is not my favorite luchador. Because yeah. I'm sorry, like before, when when you when I when you say lucha libre, I I always think of the high flyers, the the vikingos, the pentagons, the phoenix uh, of the world. But CML, the introduction of CMLL into the AEW canon made me realize that there's so. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Much more with what Lucha Libre is. It's not just the high flying. It's this whole different styles that you can see and you could watch and be amazed of the things that they can do. And, and it's amazing that in in a short amount of time, CM, the relationship between CMLL and AEW is already better than any other promotions that AEW has worked with before, like AAA uh, and New Japan. Because it's really CMLL and their style of wrestling. And they introduce themselves to a whole, to a whole new audience. Uh, there's a side of Lucha Libre that you haven't seen before, and this is it. And you know, I and I've been like I've been loving it so far. I've been loving this whole collaboration between them, and I hope we get more. Uh, yun nga ano, napasig ko din uh, yung mga nilalaban nila sa mga CML or CMLL guys are the ones who had experience with working uh, Lucha before, like Matt, Matt Seidel. I've seen Matt Seidel. Uh, more in the last couple of weeks than I've seen in, in, yeah. in last mm-hmm. year. Christopher Daniels also worked a match with the CMLL guys. So, I know, um, they're making sure to really put the spotlight on these guys. Now, they're not going to on a worldwide stage. So, I applaud TK for bringing, bringing them into the fold. And, you know, I've been, again, everyone's been loving it so far. To clarify, si Echucero lang yung, ano, so far, yung really technical uh, Yavero, yeah, yeah. which is what they call uh, Yave practitioners. And then it also so happens that he is able to fly as well, despite his size. So uh, for the most part, the reason why people um, think Lucha Libre is all high-flying acrobat- acrobatics is because that really is what everyone does, <laughs> or what most people do. Uh, kaya I was so... Uh, impressed and happy that there was actually a luchador who is focused on uh, the ground game, the submission game. For our listeners na hindi familiar sa AEW or not following, hindi namin siya tinatawag na Echocero. Like, that's his actual yeah. name. Echocero. Yeah, it's it's spelled H-E-C-E-R-O. So it's Echocero. It's not Echocero. Hindi kami nang Echos. Okay. 
Hindi <laughs> kami nagbebeki ng basta-basta. <laughs> Hi, he's Chico Garcia. And he's Gino Killiamore. We're the hosts of Only Fun. In our podcast, we explore the boundaries of our pleasure. And test the limits of our pain? It's business in the front. And party in the rear? Wait, wait, what? What? Wait, we, we talk about shows that we watch that might, you know, be entertaining for everyone else, right? Yep, that's what I said. Check out our podcast. New episodes out Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> no drama, only fun. All right, let's go to Rowan's pick here uh, from SmackDown over the weekend. He picked the match between uh, British Strong Style and DIY to determine the number one contenders for the Tag Team Championship. So... Uh, uh, BSS or British Strong Style actually won this match so they're facing the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber in Perth now Rowan said he was looking forward to this number one contenders match since DIY won on Raw and he felt that this match na to was the most NXT-like match on SmackDown it made me feel like he was watching a free TV version of NXT TakeOver involving these two tag teams because of every, everyone's chemistry and their familiarity with one another Nagising din siya because of how much action was going on. And then uh, he, he loved the brawling in, at ringside, in the ring, and how one of them would even fly out. So, yun, enjoy ni Rowan tong uh, tapatan between PSS and DIY. I actually enjoyed it too. Like, if I didn't remember na I was picking between a couple of NXT Vengeance Day matches, I think I would have picked this one because I love all four guys involved. And it was a great way to put British Strong Style over. Uh, for a while, I actually couldn't, te- uh, couldn't pick kung sino yung magiging number one contender but it was uh it, it was great to see a match in which i didn't care nandoon na sa point na yun na sobrang na enjoy ko talaga uh watching both teams going at it so whichever of them would have faced Finn and Damian uh would have been fun for me especially since i'll get to call that match uh, at a PLE i as a fan of uh, black and gold era NXT this match warms my heart <laughs> kasi it's been a while, and I I, I thought this was uh, ko nga, this was the first time that they faced uh, the British British Strong Style against DIY. Pero nakahamali pala ako. Uh, it was a different combination though of British British Strong Style. It was uh, uh, Trent and Seven, Seven and uh, Bate, uh, Tyler Bate uh, from like the Worlds Collide 2020 against DIY. So um, this was a this was a great match, great TV match as well. It wasn't that long, but I enjoyed it for what it is. And um nanulako sa result because I DIY seem to have momentum recently. They've been winning a lot of matches. They even had that great uh, title match against uh Judgment Day a couple of weeks ago. So I thought maybe they were gonna get another shot at it. But I don't mind this. I don't mind uh Don and uh Don and uh Bait going after the uh, tag team titles. But you know, I, I wish now this isn't the end for the push. Uh, for DIY, because I feel like they they should get some flowers here, and uh, they should uh, Triple H should capitalize on both of them being healthy and getting over now uh, with the crowd, and you know Bahatres and Mania they will be in play for a tag team title shot. Yeah, um, everything that I wanted to say has been mentioned. I just want to say two things. Uh, we've gotten years of um, NXT graduates facing each other. For under Vince, but now the missing piece was Triple H letting them cook. About so, if you let NXT wrestlers wrestle the way they did on NXT, you get something like this, and something like this is pretty great. That was the second thing: is this being so short is a good argument for SmackDown going three hours? <laughs> you know, if this happened on Raw, and I wish it happened on Raw. 
this would have gotten easily 15 to 20. 15. Because uh-huh. right? the, the, the match that they had, DIY versus... Um, did you remember that on Monday? I forgot. The, the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, yeah, the Fatal 4-Way. Was it the Fatal 4-Way? No, no, the, the, week, the week before, they had, oh, they had a judgment match. Yeah, you judgment day. day. Yeah. Uh. yeah, so that was pretty good because it went long. And because they were able to do that on a, on a show that's three hours long on TV. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's also really great. Please go watch this. All right, so let's uh, finish things off with Rose Pick, which is from Collision. Uh, we're yeah. recording this Monday night. Uh, this happened yesterday as we're recording. Yeah, yeah. so the main event... Ishii versus Orange Cassidy, which uh, Roddy Strong wanted Ishii to win. So the moment, the moment this was announced, I think last week, was uh, uh, last Sunday, the, the previous Sunday, I knew that I would have to pick this, and they delivered completely. Ishii is like almost fifty or already fifty, and then he's still he's still working the way. Not much a super high level, but he's still working in a way that's super, super competent and allows um, everyone who faces him to really shine. And uh, if this is your um, first exposure to Ishii, if this is the first time you've ever seen him, you might be baffled at the way that this uh, now small dude—I think he's like five six, five seven, or five eight—he's um, not even that much carved like a block of granite anymore he's really stocky and but um small pero everyone who goes up against him treats him like he's still a big heavyweight and for intents and purposes that is how he is uh treated in new japan which is very serious about its weight classes so uh i i always i've always believed that Ishii was always the closest to the Western idea of ring psychology. Like everyone works around his his strength, his uh, endurance, uh, the fact that he seems to be an immovable object. Um, Orange Cassidy and his selling work and everything that he sold for um, he sold from Ishii. He really put that over, and I think that's such an easy, easy story in ring story to grasp. And they were able to parlay it all the way to the end, where um, Ishii wouldn't go down until a really, really lucky uh, schoolboy attempt or inside cradle attempt by Orange Cassidy. And the other thing I wanted to say was it's a huge, great change of pace from the fucking twenty-minute FTR matches that. <laughs> Is the norm now for collision? Kahit wala na si CM Punk ginagawa nila But uh, I'm glad that they changed it up and finally Orange Cassidy uh, main evented a collision and he deserves it because he is a champion. He is uh, defending a championship against one of uh, New Japan's um, most beloved names, right? So it's a power rankings. Yeah. Special guest day. I don't know how. I, maybe that was made before the power rankings. I don't know. <laughs> what one thing I that I appreciate about this is Tiki actually made an effort to show a vignette or a video of Ishii yeah. during the during collision. He's been doing that let, lately. Yeah, you know why? So natutulasha, I guess. Um, this is a dream match actually for me. Like I years ago, uh, this was a dream match. Now, what if a, a a very serious guy like Ishii, a very hard hitting very no-nonsense guy would go up against Orange Cassidy, which is the opposite of Ishii. And opposites attract. And they made, 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 uh, they made a really good uh, good pairing in this match. Like, so, I enjoyed this match. It was hard-hitting. Um, 
I love Ishii. I, 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 he's one of the guys in New Japan. Uh, he may not be as successful as an Okada, as Tanahashi, or an Osprey, but every time he has a match, I would always make sure to tune in because you would get to see 100% intensity out of him every single time. And if how many years he has left because he's been wrestling for a while. So um, every time he goes to the AW, even wrestle, uh, wrestling in Japan, I really enjoy it. Sorry, I, I, on, on that question, I just wanted to really quickly state that yeah. he works a really low-maintenance style. Like if you see an Ishii match, there uh, is a formula. And the fact that he doesn't really take that many crazy bumps is why he's <laughs> he's preserved really well after, in his um, relatively advanced age. Yeah, he's but, 48 and he's been wrestling uh, since 1996. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, he's wrestling business. But you know, he might retire at some point in the, in the next five years. So, might as well enjoy him now while we still, ha- while we still can. And with Orange Cassidy, I'm... I'm feeling kind of iffy about this reign, though. Because they already told this great story at the end of his first title reign. And now he's with a title again. So parang na-reset lahat ng character development niya at the end, when he lost to Moxley uh, at all, uh, all Out. So um, I enjoyed this match. But at the same time, I kept thinking, <laughs> why is he still the international champion? Because he's, he's waiting for Roddy Strong. Yeah, so maybe that's gonna be the time where he'll finally move on to other things. But nonetheless, this is a really great match. So um, I'm, I'm still gonna write my review of Collision a little bit later. So I'll um, I'll take note of everything that we said here. Yeah, uh, you guys have said pretty much everything. So I'm just gonna add a couple of things. First off, uh, it's kind of annoying how people still can't pronounce his name correctly. It's Ishi, not Ishii. So no, even it's... even people on AEW TV get it wrong. It's actually Ishi. Uh, um, it's just um, part of an anglicized Kayagani spelling, I-S-H-I-I. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. <laughs> even Roderick <laughs> yeah, Strong, when he called him, he was just like, Ishi! So, you know, I appreciated how Roddy got it right. Kevin Kelly gets saying, it right. Yeah, yeah uh, I said Roddy's else... been uh, working with him before. Yeah, everyone else is like, Ishi, Ishi. No, it's, it's Ishi. So, um, second, uh, Orange Cassidy... Uh, looked really flustered throughout points in that match, which goes back to Pinoy out near Rona, that Ishii style where he's supposed to be the immovable object. It also fucked with Orange Cassidy, who usually is the guy who mind fucks his opponents. So that was a nice wrinkle that I saw in this match. Uh, it's not every day, right? si Orange Cassidy, na mind games actually work against him. Uh, in this case, second guess that my shit doesn't work here against this dude. So yeah, uh, fun stuff from another uh, solid week in wrestling. And that pretty much uh, wraps a bow on our Picks of the Week episode. As we wind down here, I want to let you know that we are just a couple of weeks away from our Elimination Chamber watch party happening on February 24th. That is a Saturday, 5.30pm ang start ng main show sa, ano, sa Skinny Mike's BGC. So uh, if you're going to come and watch, get there earlier, mga 4, 4.30, uh, para lang may parking ang kain so you can get yourself a seat. Early bird tickets are still available at 350 pesos each. They come with a free iced tea. Uh, but as Ro reminded you on yesterday's Weekend Reactions episode, early bird does not mean reservation. So first come, first serve, put in new seats and tables. But don't worry. If you want to uh, you know, make some new friends and share tables, we're not going to stop you. 
Uh, if you're going to walk in, the tickets will be 450 pesos each. They also come with a free iced tea. We're going to close early bird ticket selling at 60 tickets because we only have the second floor for Skinny Mics for Elimination Chamber Perth. So get your tickets now at tinyurl.com slash WWP Chamber 2024. We'll see you on February 24, Saturday, 5.30 p.m. for Elimination Chamber at Skinny Mics BGC. And uh, we're also going to see you on uh, Thursday. That's tomorrow. 7 p.m. for our weekly live stream on Facebook and on YouTube. Make sure to follow us at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On Spotify, please follow us that end. Go hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you haven't yet, go engage with us and chat with us on tw- uh, Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Individually, you can reach out to us. It is at Roiswar, at EML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, that's N-I-T-E, and at Chino Supersize. And for me, it is at underscore Stan C. Uh, thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and all the other producers at the Pod Network for the work that they do behind the scenes. And on behalf of Ro Moran and Emil Nate, my name is Stan C. Ending another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Later, outcasts. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. <laughs>